0: Hi, Dan Seaborn here. Thank you for connecting with us. Our goal here at Winning at Home is, in every way that we can, offer you guidance and tips on how to grow in your family life, no matter the stage or the age that you are. And so today, we're giving you some simple tips and practical advice on growing with your family. We hope you enjoy it. And if you'd like more information about Winning at Home, make sure you hit our website, winningathome.com. Here you go. Hope you enjoy this featured show. Secondly, you understand the significance of your insignificance. Just read that and think about it. You understand how significant it is for you to be insignificant. Then you become very confident because you realize everything you do is for the Lord. It's not about yourself. Sorry, so many basketball stories, but I I was in Oklahoma City, and I came back into town just a few weeks ago, and I follow the NBA. Very few people do it. My friend up here, Kyle, makes fun of me for doing it, but I, I follow the NBA. I like it. Love to watch it. Crazy athletes. So I'd recorded the all-star game and all the activities and festivities. And so Jane and I came into the house. We got unpacked. And I said to her, baby, I'm going to go in here. I've DVR'd the all-star game, the three-point competition. I love to watch that. I said, I'm going to go watch it. So I went in, turned the TV on. And I'm really looking forward to watching this. And for some reason, the cameraman at this thing... um, he was good. He was showing all the competition. But Rihanna, Rihanna had secured a front row seat at this event. For those of you over 50, that's a singer. <laughs> she just uses one name, kind of like your prince. It's Rihanna. <laughs> very famous. Very popular. It, let, me, let me just go this far as to say a leader among the 20-year-olds. I want you to hear that. So Rihanna is sitting on the front row, and this cameraman, who I'm wanting to watch the game, is very, any commercial, any chance to take a break, whoo, that lens is going right to her, and I know why. She's wearing a very bright pink shirt. Um, it, it is fully used pink shirt. A little bit like the Grinch's heart, two sizes too small. And right across the front, S-P-O-I-L-E-D, spoil. And she's doing whatever she does during the event. <laughs> you know, that stuff. And the camera's just, I mean, she's looking like this. And I'm not begging her. She may be a great girl. And I pray the Lord uses her life. But I'm looking going, can I watch the game? <laughs> because he wanted to watch Rihanna. And I sat there and I thought, wait a second. This is one of the leaders of our world. The teens and twenty-somethings. What's she doing? What's she creating? I gotta get in on it. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta help build Rihanna world. And and I want to just remind all of you who are younger, I I just want to kind of make it real simple. Rihanna someday will stand at judgment just like you and me will stand at judgment. And the pink shirt won't, Peter is not going to be standing at the pearly gates going, uh, coming up on the left. Whoa, yeah, check it out. No, he's not going to be doing that. (laughs) He's not going to say that. He's going to say, Rihanna, is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Did you bring honor to Jesus on this earth? That's a cover charge. I'm kind of reminding you that no matter what field you're in singer line worker chicken nugget hander outer teen leader at the uh, particular group you're involved in at school I'm just trying to tell you Jesus would flip it and go make sure it's not about you so that my life can flow out of it this is a big deal It's leadership flipped upside down. And that's what Jesus would do in our community. Other things that you'll look like when you do it is you're very comfortable in your own skin. You don't need to look like somebody else or be somebody. You just accept who you are. You don't use others. You partner with others. Your family respects you and values who you are. Let me me just ask you a question. If I could come to your house today and walk in your house, if I could just interview the people in your house, and I'd, let's start with the dads, okay, your dad's here. If I walked in I could watch you on a regular basis, and I said, hey, if I said to your wife, do you respect your husband, what would she say? And, and if she says no, what would be her reasons? I want to tell you, men, whatever her reasons for not respecting you, those things need to change. flip it. Wives, do your husbands respect you? Do your children, when they hear you, when you speak, do they go, hey, hey, stop. stop. It's worth listening to. This dude loves me, and this dude has set an example. I, he, he practices what he preaches. I'll listen to him. This is, what, this is what it really looks like, living a life of respect and integrity, where people go, hey, hey, look, don't, don't mock that. What he says is valuable. How are you doing with that? And then this point that's really tough for me, i got to tell you. Humility is more important to you than humiliation. I, I wanna, I wanna just leave that up for a second, if you will, Kristen. I want to talk about it, then you can take it away. I want you to read it a couple of times. Humility is more important to you than Humiliation. Humiliation being that thing that kind of makes your name and your family name and you look stupid and people talk about you versus humility, willing to say, okay, sometimes I'm going to go through something in life I wish I didn't have to go through and I'm going to humble myself before the Lord. I'm not going to worry about what people think of me. Do you see the difference? I'm going to humble myself even through this crap I'm going through versus be humiliated at what people say about me because I have lived this for about three and a half to four years. I have full permission of my daughter, Anna, to share this story with you. She sat with me after last service. I hugged her. The audience clapped for her after last service. I don't like this story. I don't want to have to tell it. Some of you in this room probably know stuff about me and my family. I don't have any clue you know. That's humiliating. And the Lord has shown me this is an opportunity for you to be humble. I don't like it. Because Anna began to go wayward three and a half, four years ago. I did all I could. I'm sure I could have done more, but I thought I was doing a good job. But she basically went away from the family. And I was embarrassed. I cried a lot. So did my lady Jane sitting on the front row over there. She cried a lot. So did her siblings. It was hell. And I, let me let me. You guys remember the name of the ministry I, re, I lead, right? Winning at home. Are you kidding me? I would go to speak at events around the country. Kind of enjoyed getting out of town because I was thinking, if I see people I admire, they probably know my daughter. They probably know my family. This is embarrassing. I'm, I'm just an honest teacher, guys. Sorry, I'm going to tell you like it is. I was humiliated. I, I said to Jane one day, let's move down South Carolina and get a double wide and a couple acres of land and a sheep. <laughs> Sounded really good. And then Wyoming started looking good because I hear you can move out there and don't even have to see people. I was embarrassed. I would go out of town. They would introduce me as a speaker. I would be sitting. I can remember sitting over there in the last few years, sitting over there, and somebody comes up like a cabin, you know, the leader of the event, and they come up and say, "Hey now, hey guys, such a privilege traveling all the way from Michigan." Dan Seaborn. Ay, 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 ay. And I would get up to walk up to preach. And I remember I'd go, okay, step, you can do it. Take another, step. you can do it, you're fine. You could take a step. Get up. When I got up here to preach, I'd, not, I'd do my best to knock it out of the park for the Lord because I want to honor him. I want to have influence, but it sucked. I didn't want to do it. I heard things about me around town. I'm not stupid. I go to restaurants so people don't know my face. I've been in restaurants and heard the booth next door talking about me. That's awkward. You just want to turn around and go, booyah, me, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's embarrassing. Because my daughter is really struggling and I can't fix it. If you've never had a wayward child, I pray you don't. I pray my kids never know. I've told my daughter Anna, I hope she never has a wayward child. It's hell. And one day at the very bottom I was sitting in my office, and two police officers came in the front door. I didn't know that at the time. My assistant came in and said, hey, Dan, two cops are here to see you. I was like, oh, shoot. I knew why. So these two police officers came in, and I said, hi. I'd actually preached in the area recently, and I remembered seeing one of the guy's faces in the audience. And I said, sir, I saw you at church the other day. And he he said to me, yeah, good sermon, Dan. I'm like, thanks. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I just feel stupid. And so we talked for a while, and uh, we actually prayed together, and they said, Dan, your daughter's, your, your daughter's in some real trouble. Not what she had done, but who she was hanging out with. She was headed in the wrong direction. And I said, I know, officers, can you help me? Is there anything we can do? I said, I'm humiliated. You guys know you just walked into winning at home, but I'm the biggest loser in town. I'm talking to you a little bit about handling humiliation and letting it make you, the word above it, humble. Because this story and sharing with you, I want y'all to understand this. This isn't fun. I want you to get that. But I know God has called me to do this kind of stuff. I know he's called me to share my life, even when it sucks. So they left the office. My son, Alan, works at the office with me. He came over the door. He rapped on it. He said, Dad, can I talk to you? I said, sure, come in, son. He said, you okay? I said, No. He said, me neither. We prayed together. We hugged each other, and he left the office. And I sit in there. You know my body. You know what I'm looking like. I'm in a heap in the corner, right? I feel terrible. I don't know if she's going to make it. And so Michelle, my assistant, comes and knocks on the door. Dan, I'm sorry to bother you. I said, it's okay. What's up? She said, you got a phone call you need to take. I was like, no. Michelle, No. Not right now. Dan, I, I'm sorry to bother you. Really, they, they're saying they really need to speak to you. No. Dan, please. Okay. I take the phone call. I'm going to tell you. I'm not making this story up. This is what happened. You know where I'm feeling. You know how bottom of the pit I am right then. I take the phone. I say, hello. Is this Dan Seaborn? Yes, it is. You leave winning at home? Yeah, that's me. You know what I'm feeling. Dan, this is, you wouldn't know their name, so I'm just going to say the company. Dan, this is Zondervan, uh, the book publishing company. And this morning in our office, we've been praying and seeking the Lord on who should write a book on parenting. We've been watching your life, and we've chosen you. Forgive me for this. I put my hand over the receiver, and I went, seriously? Uh -uh, uh Uh-uh, (laughs) uh-uh. God, you wouldn't do this to me right now. Not right now. Hello? Dan, would you be open to that? Um... Can I pray on that? And I hung up. I remember hanging the phone up and looking at it going, this is not happening. This is not real. Jesus, you would not squish me like this just to see what kind of juices come out. So I started writing. It took me a year. I wrote a lot of it in a deer blind sitting in Michigan on November the 15th. Probably wrote 50 articles that day. I probably missed the biggest book that place has ever seen. So I was writing this crazy, stinking book that I didn't want to write. And then I went over to sit at Target there, you know, that little place where you can get the food and then there's a Starbucks. I sit there because I would watch all you young moms come walking in with your 15 kids. It's hilarious. I sit there and go, thank you. First of all, thank you, God. I don't have that family. Thank you, Jesus. Bless that person. You the know, screaming kid? Amen. And I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And I wrote it through the pain. 2.30 in the morning. And I'd always said to Jane, um, Jane, I don't want to write any more books. And I said, one of the reasons is I don't want my name on the cover of any more books. I don't want any more of that stuff. I'm done with that. I don't want to do it. And I said, to her, if I ever do another book, I'd love to not have my name on it. Because I just, I don't know. I, I just don't want it. And I sent this book off. Listen, I did not, um, I, I never talk about my books. You guys could not tell me a time I came here and talked about my books. I don't do it. Let me tell you one of the reasons, because Jesus wrote a book too, and he never put his name on the cover. It just says, Holy Bible. So I wanted to just have a book. It just said, book. <laughs> Open it up, figure out what it is. So this book came in the mail. I got it in the mail. Just, I, I had some of, some of you, I never received it, because I had some sent to some of you. I opened it up. Listen, I had not seen it. I didn't know what the cover is going to look like. I didn't know anything. I opened the book up. turned. I looked at the, co- co- look at the name of the book. You guys remember where I'm at, right? The name of the book. They came up with a name, Nurturing Great Kids. I thought to myself, I need to read this thing. This is good. <laughs> read this. And my name's not on the cover. Praise the Lord. It's crazy. I, said, I called Jane. Honey, you can't believe. Look how good this I said, what's missing? She goes, your name. I said, isn't that awesome? Some of my staff are like, Dan, did lift left your name off? I'm like, no, praise the Lord. They did it on purpose. The Lord knows I didn't want, because this is not about me. I'm going to show you something. This little book is doing well. I, I, I'm going to give the praise to the Lord. I've written other things, didn't do so good. This thing is doing well. L- listen, because I believe the Lord said, Dan, I want you to be a leader, and I'm going to have to take you to, the, uh, to a place where, where leadership starts. I'm going to have to not, not, not humiliate you, I want to I wanna humble you. Go write that. But I don't want to... I'd rather write it this way. Let me get to the top. All my kids be perfect, and I'll write a book. Nope. You're going to write it from your pit. And any of y'all that know me, with my competitive nature, I don't like to have to be humiliated. But that's what the Lord needed to do with me. And so... I write this book last week. Listen, first of all, you need to know, Jane and I use it at night. It's a little devotion. We use it at night, and sometimes I'll look at her. I'll read one. This happens all the time. We've probably read about this much of it so far. I'll read one, and I'll say to Jane, I'll finish reading it. I I really do this. I'll look at it, and I'll go, that is good. (laughs) That's what I do. And then then I'll, I'll say, so far, I'm not making this, and I'm not trying to sell it. Don't buy it. Get a Bible. Read the Bible. It's awesome. book. they're free here. When you leave, they're free. This thing, they'll screw you. Ten bucks or something. These are free. (laughs) The Bibles are free. That's where you, that's, I'm trying to show you something. Because forget about, you guys are, you guys are my hometown, my community. I'm praying the Lord uses it around the world. But I want to show you something. So far, I will read one. I will look at Jane. I'll say that to her and I'll say, honey, I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. I'll say to her, I don't remember writing that. I've not read one yet that I go, I remember the day I wrote. I don't remember writing these things because I was just at the bottom. I got a call last week. Some dude in Chicago, he's a financier in Chicago. I have no idea who he is, don't know anything about him. I know he's really wealthy. I know he does not believe in Jesus. Somebody gave him this book, and he called and said, I'd like to meet the guy who wrote this. If this Jesus really is real, I want to know more about him. Are you kidding me? Lord, are you going to let me maybe influence some guy that runs Chicago? Lord, are you going to let me eventually get somebody in Chicago because you're going to take my crap and you're going to... Are you serious, Lord? Probably my favorite thing to tell you. So I get this book done and Anna, Anna is living in South Carolina. I mail her one. She starts reading it. She'll send me a text every now and then. Dad, I just read your book again. That's really good stuff, Dad. Are you kidding me, Lord? you going to take me to the bottom to get her to read something about you? She's back home now, and she was here last service. She's not perfect, but neither is her papa. But I'll tell you what, the Lord's doing something. He's going to take a mess and turn it into a message And I pray in your life that you'll allow yourself to sometimes be humiliated. You're not going to like it. I'm just telling you, you're going to fight it like crazy. And you're going to want to defend yourself. Trust me, I'd love to. All y'all who have a bad thought about me and my parenting, I'd love to defend it. But I don't need to. I just need to keep doing what he called me to do. I don't like it. And I sometimes say to him, Lord, you have more of these books planned for me? Because I really am not interested. <laughs> but the key is to be willing, as Jesus was willing, to be used. I don't care if you're 8, 10, 12, 14, 90, 140 like Brother Gerard. I want you to leave here today saying, I want to be a leader. Jesus' way. So Lord flip us change us mold us shape us do whatever you got to do if your name needs to get out through us put us in whatever position and that's a really risky prayer but help us to make a mark for your kingdom in Jesus name and we all say